the share it with a friend deal, even if that friend is yourself. Your McDonald's, your rules. Live your best morning with BOGO breakfast sandwiches only on the McDonald's app. Now buy one bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddles or sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and get a second one free. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one per day. Excludes one, two, three dollar menu. Visit McDonald's app for details. Download and registration required. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick and Rico with you on a Monday. In response to the cold brew, we got a little more information on cold brew, thanks to Don. Um, it's 67% less acidic than hot brew coffee. It's supposed to make it less bitter. We'll go ahead and bring in Luke Mullen of the Lincoln Journal Star. Um, Luke, are you, first of all, hello. Second of all, are you a cold brew coffee guy? No, I'm not. I'm not coffee at all. I'm team energy drink, man. Are, are you a Red Bull monster? What are we thinking? Red Bull or bang. That does it for me. <laughs> all right. We we are joined you by... You know where you should go. Yeah. Nutrizios. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Nutrizios? Oh, yeah. I listen. I hear right. sponsors. Okay. Well, I think you should make your way down to Nutrizios It's better today. than an energy drink. Be- Luke. Before before you go to uh, the hack today. So, yeah, the hack does um, begin today throughout the city. Uh, so we're joined by Luke Mullen of the Lincoln Journal Star with us. Before we get to the hack tournament, I, I kind of want to talk about the quality of basketball that's being played throughout the city as a whole. I mean, you have Lincoln East, who is and 4-2, has a good win over Kearney earlier this year, has a couple of good um, quality games played. Lincoln Northeast is 6-0. and Lincoln Southwest is five and one, despite Jared Bohr not being on that team anymore, and Pius is four and two, with the Hashtrider brothers leading the way. I mean, how much have the Lincoln schools impressed you so far by this quality of basketball being played? They really have. You know, it's been a it's been a good start. Obviously, first couple weeks of the year, you know, December, you've got all these teams, you know, vying for their spots, just trying to figure things out, you know, see what works, but. To me, Lincoln East really just kind of took off, hit the ground running. Southwest, I mean, 5-0 and start, that's one of the best in school history mm-hmm. as well. You know, Northeast, their schedule hasn't been the hardest, but 6-0 and in Class A is, is difficult to achieve, you know, no matter who you're playing. So it's been really awesome to see. And kind of the interesting thing, too, is there's been a lot of young talent, you know, a lot of juniors, um, sophomores, even a couple of freshmen, you know, lifting these teams up, which is, of course, you know, the exciting thing for their for their futures as well, not just this season. We're joined by Luke Mullen of Lincoln Journal Star. And Luke, you and I talk about it um, almost every Saturday, but now we might be talking that we're having some listeners that don't always get to listen on Saturdays. So um, briefly, or, or I guess in depth, talk about some of the, the players to watch that have impressed you throughout the season early on, um, not only in the bigger classes, but also the smaller classes. Yeah, well, starting here in Lincoln, um, you know, just a, a guy who's completely lighting it up this year, Carter Templemeyer up at Lincoln East, really didn't play last year, has just come in and is averaging 20 points a game, um, which, I, at the, again, at the Class A level, there's mm-hmm. there's not many 20-point scores, I think, under five in Class A this season. 
And Isaac Trout, he's the, the leading scorer up at Grand Island. He'll be competing in the hack, too. So that'll be an interesting one. If they win their first-round game against Norfolk, uh, they could be up against Southwest, which would be a big test. You know, Grand Island, they've had a, a tough schedule so far. But Trout, he's a monster. Virginia commit. And, you know, got the chance to see Miller North's Jason Green a couple of days ago. Just a, a monster in the paint as well going to Creighton. So there's a couple of Division One commits kicking around, having great seasons as always. When when we look at the Omaha schools, obviously Bellevue West and Miller North are the ones that come to mind. This season, I mean, although it be early, how much separation is there between the top schools in Lincoln and the top programs in Omaha? Well, I really don't think there's as much in years past. You know, really, there was a, a slight gap last year, and, you know, we've seen that a couple different times. You know, up and down, obviously there's ebbs and flows, but, you know, this year it's it's still Bellevue West and Miller North. Those teams are absolutely loaded with talent, but, you know, got to see Lincoln East play a really tough game against Miller North. You know, Pius challenged Bellevue West was right there, you know, almost a one-point deficit at halftime, so... You know, it's early in the season. It's hard to project where it'll be at the end. But if you're that close at this point, you know, basketball, it's a, it's a game where, you know, you bring your best. Some things go your way. Obviously, it can, you know, anything can happen. It can be your, your scoring night. So definitely potential is there for those Lincoln teams. Obviously, there's a ton of talent in Omaha. You know, haven't even mentioned Central, Westside, Creighton Prep, which are all, you know, state tournament contenders as well. But you know, these Lincoln teams, Omaha, there's a lot of talent, you know, a lot of teams vying for it in Class A, and they're all right there in the mix for sure. We're joined by Luke Mullen of the Lincoln Journal Star. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the hack tournament. It begins today um, across the city. You're, you're heading out to Lincoln Southeast and Lincoln High, you told me last night. Uh, what's so appealing about that game? What's getting you excited to, to see the Knights and Lynx in action today? Well, definitely for me, you know, getting the chance to see Lincoln Southeast a couple days ago against Southwest, you know, packed gyms, student sections to the brim. You know, it, it's just a really tough environment, I think, for a young team in particular to manage. So, you know, they lose that one to Southwest, but only one senior on the roster, you know, a lot of sophomores and juniors particularly at Southeast, even a couple of freshmen um, that they have up there at varsity. So you get this holiday tournament, you know, it's kind of unique. You don't you don't often play a 2 o'clock or 345 game on a, you know, on a weekday. Yeah. So it'll probably be a little sparser crowd, you know, a more, a little bit more relaxed environment always at these early round holiday tournament games. So, you know, I, I just want to see, you know, can these Southeast young players bring it, you know, kind of roll through the tournament and, and be competitive as they can be. I want to talk about the other opening opening matches here or opening games, I should say, today. Um, Norfolk, Grand Island, Kearney, Fremont, and North Star Columbus. Out of those three games, which one excites you the most and why? Well, I'm going to say North Star Columbus because I've been following in that one over you know the last couple of minutes, just watching it yeah. through the first half. We got a, a 31-28 North Star lead at halftime. Um, you know, that's a it's a tough Columbus team with a lot of great athletes. So, you know, I was expecting them to, to definitely put up a fight in that one. You know, whoever makes it out of that matchup will be a, a great game with Lincoln East, too. So, you know, North Star hasn't had the toughest schedule either. They're a lot lower in wild card points than, you know, most of these other teams in the hack. So that's a big game for them. And, you know, going forward, seeing they have a young team as well, seeing them develop. So definitely had my eye on that one. 
Speaking more about Lincoln North Star, you and I have kind of talked more a little bit about Brennan Clemens Jr. Talk, give, give listeners a refresher of what makes him so much fun to watch, and, and he's young too. Absolutely, uh, I believe six foot seven forward, uh, just fantastic footwork and athleticism. You know, he's always he's always one of those guys calling for the ball. You know, in motion, looking to create things. You know, t- he'll take the ball at the top of the key, turn distributor. Uh, just whatever he needs, you know, I think they do a great job at North Star running that motion offense sometimes. So, you know, he gets all over the court. He's a great rim protector, you know, can obviously dunk it too with the great size that he has. So, you know, you look at all those different traits, just a junior, you know, coming into his own as a team leader. I, you know, me and you have said, we definitely think his stock is going to keep going up, real hard worker. And, you know, those traits will just keep serving him well. We're we're joined by Luke Mullen of the Lincoln Journal Star and Luke. Just a couple more before we let you go because I know you're you're getting ready to head out there to to watch some action. Out of those those bottom seeds, the six through a uh, twelve seeds, I believe. Yeah, twelve seeds. Who has the best chance to make a run this hack tournament and the rest of the season? I should I should say. That's a tough one. You know, obviously these these tournaments can go any way, but definitely the six eleven matchup, um, Carney and Fremont. Both those teams are are pretty solid. Fremont had a little bit harder start, but they got some great athletes. I think some pieces that can, you know, come together well and going up against the pious team. That's just been a little inconsistent. I think over, over the first couple of games, it's still so early. You know, I have total confidence that they'll be able to sort things out, you know, play a little bit more cohesive together basketball at all time, you know, for four quarters. So, but there's always that upset alert potential and, you know, a team like Carney, team like Fremont, they can all put it together and just challenge you. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to say it, you know, the number one seed Southwest could be on upset alert. Grand Island had a real tough start, but, you know, staring at a guy like Isaac Trout and, you know, some other good pieces as well. A number nine seed, that is a really tough matchup. Okay. Let's, let's talk about Grand Island for a moment because they're sitting there, I believe at one and four on the season. And, and yes, it's early on and, and they've had a, a, a difficult schedule. They had to play a team down in, in Missouri, I believe. What are they missing? I, Cause I mean, they, they have to have more than Grand or than just Isaac Trout, but what else does Grand Island need to find success? Well, it's definitely, uh, you know, a case of developing that consistent second scoring option. Mm-hmm. And I believe they have a couple of different guys who are, you know, maybe five or six point a game scorers. And you're going to need a bunch of those, you know, to go alongside with your guy who's, you know, out there scoring 25-30, which is, you know, just an incredible scoring average. But, you know, when when you reach a point where your offense is that one-sided, obviously it, it becomes a different game defensively for the other team. So, you know, it, it's not so much a case of, you know, these players being unable to score. It's just how do they, you know, utilize their own strengths and, you know, get them the ball more in a way that's effective to free up Trout and do that. And, you know, their schedule has just been so tough. I I see them, you know, going on a run here definitely at some point in the in the future. So they'll get things ironed out. But it's obviously a challenge to, to get that offense going in a way that gets all your options involved. All right, Luke, last one before we let you go. It's going to be kind of a, a multi-part answer here. Let's take Lincoln Northeast out of this, um, those top three seeds. You have Lincoln Southwest, Pius, and, and East. I guess East is number two and Pius is number three. But out of those three teams, who, which one is poised to, to have a deeper state tournament run po- like possible, I should say, than the others? 
of the, the sorry of the top three. Yeah, of the top three. Yeah. Well, to me, you know, I've I've gotten the chance to see them a couple times, and Lincoln East just has all the hallmarks to me of a team that's going to be able to compete uh, throughout the postseason. You know, potentially make it all the way. Obviously, they they were there at state last year, but it's a it's a much different roster. You know, no Carter Glenn. That was always the question going in. Mm-hmm. Well, Temple Meyer, you know, scoring twenty a game. They got McPhail, Braden McPhail, Joe Marfisi, two other guard options. Jared Townsley, who's a great scorer. Malachi Coleman just coming back to full health. Connor Hamilton, Van Gendron there at forward. They have a really great, I think, eight, you know, nine-man rotation, which is super important, you know, as the season drags on, getting all those guys involved. And just having that clutch score in Templemeyer. He's done it every game this season. He's just been phenomenal, and that will obviously serve them down the road. You know, some of these these Lincoln Southwest Pius games, they've you know they've been a little bit lower scoring. They have great players, but do they have that clutchness in them? Obviously, East has been tested. This tournament will be be great for all of them. You know, to kind of iron those questions out. You know, see who has it, see who has what it takes to to make that run. Awesome, Luke. Appreciate the time as always, man. It was good to talk to you. Glad you had a had a good holiday weekend, and I hope that continues this weekend. Enjoy Lincoln Southeast and Lincoln High. We'll, I'll I'll talk to you down the road, man. All right, sounds good. Thanks for having me, guys. That was Luke Mullen of the Lincoln Journal Star giving us our uh, rundown on some high school action going on across the city and state um, because the hack tournament begins today around Lincoln. All right, let's uh, go ahead and head to break. When we come back, we will talk some Husker women's hoops um, here on the Happy Hour 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.